Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, this is my Thanksgiving special. The three games that were played on Thursday, as well as my rock-solid value picks for Week 12. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, it is week 12 in the NFL, and what we're going to do, this is the Thanksgiving Day edition of the weekly roundup. So I'll give you all three games and how those turned out. Two of them to be expected, one of them not so much, so let's get into it. Chicago, they went to Detroit. Detroit always hosts on Thanksgiving that's like a tradition, so um, not, sh uh, not sure why they still have it, but it is what it is. Anyhow, so Chicago goes in there and beats the Lions 16-14. to 14. This one came down to the wire. Uh, actually, Detroit went up in that one with a touchdown to Hawkinson, and then Andy Dalton took it. Pretty much the length of the field, and they got the game-winning field goal. So, let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about Chicago. Andy Dalton. I tell you what, guys, you know, when he's in there at quarterback, he does make these wide receivers more viable. Although, Justin Fields, to his credit, did um, have a rapport with uh, Darnell Moody who I'll talk about in a minute. So, But Andy Dalton, 39 pass attempts, 24 completions, 317 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Was sacked once, ran it six times for 11 yards. So Andy Dalton, getting it done, all things considered. So uh, you'll definitely take that. In terms of the run game, uh, of course, David Montgomery, 17 rushes, 46 yards, three catches for 28 yards on three targets. So, yeah, a, a kind of a so-so game for Montgomery, but the volume is there, so you can't complain about that. And his backup, Khalil Herbert, four rushes for nine yards. So, we all know that anything goes awry with Montgomery, Herbert's the next man up, so... In terms of the Bears, well, uh, the Bears, in terms of the pass catchers, speaking of Darnell Moody, five catches for him for 123 yards. That was on eight targets. So, again, it seems like Darnell Moody is kind of quarterback proof. He seems to have a rapport with both guys. So, and you still have Allen Robinson out. So, definitely this was tailor made for Mooney to have a fine game. So Cole commit the tight end eight catches for him, 65 yards on 11 targets. So he's coming on as of late. Uh, I know there was early talk about in the preseason about him, um, kind of breaking out. Maybe this is Cole commit time. So guys, if by chance he's on the waiver wire, I would say scoop him up because I think he's clicking at the right time. Damir Bird, 
four catches for him, 42 yards on five targets. And then a Jimmy Graham sighting, two catches for 34 yards in the touchdown. So he had the long touchdown, and that was on three targets. So, um, so again, this you kind of figured this would uh, take place. Very low scoring, you know, um, and eventually Chicago pulling it out, which they did. Let's talk about Detroit. Jared Goff, um, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, Jared Goff is who he is. So, uh, 25 pass attempts, 21 completions, so 171 yards and two touchdowns. He lost a fumble in this one and was sacked once. So, Jared Goff, uh, needless to say, it seems the Lions will be looking for a franchise quarterback when... Um, all is said and done. So, in terms of the run game, uh, bad news, guys. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he got um, banged up in this one. Only three rushes for zero yards, and then he had three catches for nine yards. So, um, it looks like he may miss some time. I believe it's a knee. So, uh, enter Jamal Williams. 15 rushes, 65 yards. Then he did have five catches for 18 yards. So he'll definitely take that. That was on five targets. So, so of course, Jamal Williams is the next guy up. Um, doubt if he's on the waiver wire, but I would take a glance just to see. And then the next guy up, Godwin uh, Igwabukie. He had uh, one rush for 11 yards. Zero catches and was targeted once. So, again, just take a peek out there. I'm pretty sure he's pretty much rostered, but uh, I would take a peek. In terms of the receivers, Josh Reynolds, three catches for him, 70 yards and a touchdown. And that was on five targets. And then TJ Hawkinson, who I mentioned earlier, three catches for 35 yards and a touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown, four catches, thir 23 yards. And then Khalif Raymond, three catches for 16 yards, targeted four times, as well as uh, St. Brown. He was targeted four times as well. So so that's the story there. Uh, next up for Detroit, they host the Minnesota Vikings. So, uh yeah, getting that getting that win for the season is looking uh, few and far between. And then for Chicago, they host the Arizona Cardinals. So the Cardinals coming off that bye, uh, we'll see if they'll have uh, Kyler Murray there and New Hopkins. So moving on to the game that was pretty perplexing, but in any event, let's talk about it. The Las Vegas Raiders going to Dallas. That's a tradition, of course. Dallas hosting on Thanksgiving. And actually, Raiders coming away with the win. Uh, uh, 36 to 33. And that was in overtime. Guys, the Cowboys had no business losing this game. I mean, th this team, the Raiders was pretty much left for dead. They came in with a three-game losing streak. They 
went through turmoil with uh, their former head coach, John Gruden, as well as the the uh, the car accident with Henry Ruggs III. So they came in this game reeling, and the Cowboys basically <laughs> did what uh, Denny Green Denny Green once said. Uh, the the Raiders are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook, and that's what they did. There was 28 penalties in this game, 14 for each side. So, yeah, it was a sloppy game. Uh, also, too, you have to take into account that, I mean, Dallas didn't have all their weapons, but still, man, they were still able to put points on the board and still let the Raiders come away with a win. Anyhow, let's talk about it. Derek Carr, fine game for him. 39 pass attempts, 24 completions, 373 yards and a, touch, and a touchdown pass. He ran it twice for 21 yards, was sacked three times. So, pretty good game for uh, Derek Carr, who's pretty much been um, in a slump as of late. You know, obviously with the three losses, uh, he didn't play all that well. But he came out and played a good one here. In terms of the run game, the run game came to life in this one. Josh Jacobs, 22 rushes, 87 yards. Then he had two catches for 25 yards on four targets. And then Kenyon Drake, seven catches, seven rushes for him, 25 yards. He had two catches for five yards. So... The run game kind of came to life in this one, uh, especially Josh, Josh Jacobs. In terms of the pass game, and this is the odd one thing too. Darren Waller, he had to leave this game early and with a knee injury. He only had two catches for 33 yards on five targets. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just perplexing what happened. Um, Hunter Renfro stepped, stepped up when... Waller went down. Eight catches, 134 yards, not targeted nine times. So, pretty, pretty good game for Renfro. And Deshaun Jackson, newly acquired. They just got him maybe about a week or so ago. Three catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown on four targets. So, it's obvious that Deshaun Jackson will play the role of Henry Ruggs in this offense. And he played well. Zay Jones, five catches for 59 yards. And he was targeted seven times. So, so looks like this, this, um, if Waller were to miss time, you would definitely have to upgrade Renfro. He will definitely be like a wide receiver two with, uh, possibly wide receiver one ceiling. So, um. So be mindful of that. Watch Waller as the as we go into week thirteen. Watch um, what becomes of that knee injury. It could have been worse, but they're saying you know they dodged the bullet with that. So in terms of Dallas, Dak Prescott he had a nice game, very good game. Forty-seven pass attempts, thirty-two completions. 375 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked once in this game. So, given the fact that he had no Amari Cooper because of COVID, 
He had no C.D. Lamb, who's in concussion protocol. I mean, all, all things considered, he had a fine game. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I can't understand how they lost this. Um, in terms of the run game, Tony Pollard, 10 rushes for him, uh, 36 yards, four catches for 32 yards, and he had a 100-yard kickoff return for a touchdown in this one. So, actually, uh, you know, if you haven't been fantasy and in that they take into account that uh, return, you're, you're in pretty good shape there. Zeke Elliott, nine rushes for him, 25 yards. He did have a touchdown, and he had six catches for 24 yards on eight targets. So, remember, Zeke got banged up in week uh, week 11. So, there were doubts about him playing in this one. He did play. But now, word has it that they possibly want to limit his carries or possibly sit him because of the injury. So, watch that situation if you have stock in Elliott. So, keep be mindful of that. In terms of the receivers, Michael Gallup, I pretty much figure he step up in this one and he did just that. Five catches, 106 yards on eight targets. Cedric Wilson, who's like the kind of fourth receiver when all those guys are healthy. Seven catches, 104 yards on 10 targets. Noah Brown, a seventh rounder, who's like the fifth receiver. Six catches, 53 yards on nine targets. And then your touchdowns came in the form of Dalton Schultz. Three catches, 46 yards and a touchdown targeted seven times. And then Sean McKenna, one catch, 10 yards, and he had the other touchdown. So, again, <laughs> is, is, is Dallas unraveling as this the season goes on? I strongly doubt it. But they got to be careful because right now the Philadelphia Eagles are kind of putting it together. So, they found their offense. So, they got to be careful in this division. So, Anyhow, for Dallas coming up, they play again this uh, coming Thursday. They they actually go to the Saints and what, you know, on paper looks like it's, a, you know, a pretty easy win. But again, this game here looked like one, so who knows? And then, like I said, hopefully you'll get Cooper and Lamb back. And then for the Raiders, they host the Washington football team. So, moving on to the night game on Thanksgiving. Buffalo going to the Saints, in fact. I just talked about the Saints. And beating them handily. 31-6. to Josh Allen, let's start with uh, the Bills. Josh Allen, very good game. Uh, 28 pass attempts, 23 completions. 260 yards, four touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, though. And then he ran it eight times for 43 yards, was sacked twice. So so Josh Allen getting it done, uh, getting it done in this one. And then to the run game. In this one, Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. So basically it was between Devin Singletary and Matt Breida. 
Singletary getting the lion's share of the carries, 15 carries for 44 yards. He caught one pass for four yards. And then Matt Breida, nine rushes for 26 yards. He did have two catches for 29 yards and a touchdown. So, so not sure why Zach Moss ended up being a healthy scratch. I know he did get banged up previously, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But nonetheless, this run game, huh. <sighs> Looks like Matt Breeder right now is kind of the guy because he's the one finding the end zone. So I guess you can go there, I guess. <sighs> and, and this late in the season, uh, you know, if, if you got roster spot to spare, I say go for it. In terms of the receivers, again, uh, Stephon Diggs, seven catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. He was talking it nine times. Gabriel Davis, two catches for 47 yards. And he was talking it three times. Did I mention Stephon Diggs got a touchdown? Yeah, he got a touchdown in this one. And then Cole Beasley, five catches, 46 yards for him. Dawson Knox, and he had three catches, 20, 32 yards, and two touchdowns. So Dawson Knox, viable once again, guys. Make sure he's off the waiver wire. And Emmanuel Sanders, three catches for 28 yards on three targets. So so it looks like Buffalo is back at it. They're clicking now. It, in terms of the Saints, Trevor Simeon, you know, again, He's going to give you ups. He's going to give you downs. He was down in this one. 29 pass attempts, 17 completions, 163 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and was sacked twice. So, you know, you figured he'd give you something better, but, you know, this is this is kind of the roller coaster ride he'll have you on. So, in terms of the run game now, remember, they were already without Kamara, and then, uh, Mark Ingram, he was he was scratched from this game as well, so he was inactive. So, enter Tony Jones Jr. 16 rushes, 27 yards. And then Ty Montgomery, 6 rushes, 14 yards. He did fi catch 5 passes for 31 yards and targeted 7 times. So, run game not giving you much. But again, when you're down to your third string running back... These things are to be expected. So, anyhow, in terms of the past game, Lil Jordan Humphrey, I think this is my first time talking about him all season. Three catches, 47 yards, targeted five times. Traquan Smith, I keep talking about Traquan Smith, guys. Uh, four catches, 31 yards, and that was on five targets. Marquise Callaway, two catches for him, 24 yards, targeted four times. And then Deontay Harris with the one catch for nine yards on five targets. So, you know, like I said, Traquan Smith seems like he's kind of rising above it. It seems that way. But, you know, with the volatility at quarterback, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But I think... I think better days are coming for him, especially that Dallas matchup. Uh, I would definitely have him uh, keep my eye on him, 
eye on him for that one. So, <clears throat> so next up for the Saints, like I said, they're hosting Dallas next Thursday. And then for Buffalo, they actually host the, the New England Patriots, who are red hot right now. And that's a Monday nighter, so that should be uh, must-watch TV because that's pretty much for the division, the way it seems. So, All right, guys, so I'm going to stop there. Um, I will give you a segment with my rock-solid value picks, GD's rock-solid value picks, coming up for your daily fantasy or for your lineup as well, so... Stay tuned, guys, and I'll have that shortly. Okay, guys, so I'm going to give you my rock-solid value picks for Week 12. These are picks that you can use definitely in Daily Fantasy on your FanDuels, your DraftKings, so forth. And also, you know, if you have a need, maybe, um, maybe you have Patrick Mahomes and you need somebody to start um, in an instant. So, uh, or, you know, uh, any of the chiefs, you have, uh, Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill or even Clyde Edwards Hilaire or, you know, uh, well, Kyler Murray's been out for a while anyway. So, and you need, just need some help. You can get it here. So check. So let's go through it at quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Of the 49ers facing the Minnesota Vikings. They're hosting them, actually. The Minnesota Vikings defense is vulnerable through the through the air, actually. And last week we saw Aaron Rodgers kind of carve them up. In fact, he did it on a fractured toe. So Jimmy Garoppolo, who has gotten hot as of late, and that offense over there is clicking right now. Um even with the the run game, with uh, Elijah Moore kind of banged up, they're still finding a way there. So, Jimmy Garoppolo, definitely. And then you, we've seen George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk come on lately. So, definitely fire up Jimmy Garoppolo if you need a value pick at quarterback going against the Minnesota Vikings. Next up, I'm going to give you two running backs. One is surefire. One, the other one. Just follow my logic with that. So, um, Daryl Henderson for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I think we kind of forget about Henderson since the team was on a bye. But coming out of this bye, this bye rather, Sean McVay, I would think, would start to kind of let the pat the run set up the pass and. He, he's had a week to sit. I know he's been kind of nicked a little bit, but Daryl Henderson going up actually at Green Bay. So they're kind of going to need him there. And Green Bay's um, run defense, they're actually giving up the seven most fantasy points to running backs. So Daryl Henderson is a surefire pick to, um, to get it done for the Rams going to green bay to face the packers and then my second pick is actually my second pick is david johnson of the houston texans going up against the the jets uh the jets run defense we know is awful 
Um, we understand that. And I also understand the fact that Rex Burkhead is there, but David Johnson is a guy who's multifaceted, and this is just begging for him to have a breakout here. So um, I know this one is kind of a Hail Mary, but David Johnson, fire him up against the Jets in that terrible run defense they have. So those are your two running backs. Let me give you two receivers. Um, DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers going up against the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Uh, DJ Moore, he he's come back to life uh, since Cam Newton's at quarterback now. So I think this is a game where he really can show up and show out. Uh, and against this Dolphins pass defense, that's actually given up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. So definitely fire up DJ Moore at Miami against the Dolphins. And then my next pick, Michael, Michael Pittman Jr., who for the Colts, he was quiet last week because um, Jonathan Taylor had the monster game, but they're hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're probably going to have to air it out, so he could be in for a big day, especially given the fact that Tampa Bay is tough against the run, but not so much against the pass. So Michael Pittman could be in for a huge day, so fire up Michael Pittman versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then I'm going to give you one tight end. Then I'll give you a couple of streaming defenses as well. Tight end, Dallas Goddard of the Eagles going up against the Giants at MetLife. Uh, the Giants defense, pretty subpar against the pass as well. They're ranked towards the bottom. I, I understand Devonta Smith probably is going to have a fine game, but I think there's room for Dallas Goddard to get his in this as well. So fire up Dallas Goddard against the New York Giants in MetLife Stadium for the Eagles. And then two streaming defenses I'll give you. One is Houston going up against the New York Jets. Right now, uh, the Jets, they're, they're going to be without Mike White. They already sat him, but now he's got COVID. Also, Joe Flacco, he has COVID. So the rookie, Zach Wilson, will be back at quarterback. He hasn't played in weeks, guys, so... Um, I'm sure the Russ will be there. Also, given the fact that Michael Carter, he's gonna be um, not in, playing in this one. Remember, he got he he's out with an injury. So, um, so Houston Texans. I mean, I understand. I get it. Their offense isn't all that great, but they do have a pretty solid defense for the most part, and I think they'll be able to really give the Jets offense fits. So Houston, Texas versus the New York Jets. And then Jacksonville versus Atlanta. This Atlanta offense is really, really um, stinking it up right now. So uh, I understand they, ha they had like uh, about 10 days to kind of rectify things, but it's not like Calvin Ridley is walking back through that door. So He's still out with the mental issues. And um, 
And then the run game, there's still volatility there. There's a chance that they may end up playing Quadri Allison more. Um, so Mike Davis, forget about him. Uh, Cordero Patterson, he may be playing in this one. If he is, maybe that offense looks a little bit better. But I still think um, Jacksonville will be able to kind of uh, have their way a little bit with them. So. If you need a defense, either one of these can do. All right, guys. So those are my rock solid value picks for week 12. Guys, we're getting closer to the, to fantasy playoffs. So uh, make sure you got your lineup straight and uh, definitely listen for those those uh, injury reports. Uh, usually about two hours prior to the game. So just keep an eye out for that. Okay, guys. So... Until then, I will talk to you later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at that sports dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.